The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Reverend Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell. I am the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, which is led by the Reverend Dr. Derek B. Wells and founded by the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman. Um, We're in the midst of a new series titled Abundance Now that I started two weeks ago. Uh, Abundance Now is based upon the book of the same name by Lisa Nichols, who is a world-famous uh, self-development coach, motivational speaker, author, et cetera, et cetera, and a friend. Um, she has some really good work in the in this book, and I thought that it would be beneficial to you. You know, normally we're studying people who are no longer in the body, and uh, I think one one of the great benefits is studying the people who are uh, making good work today. You know, helping people transform their lives today. So. You had a couple of weeks to get the book. Hopefully, the people who are following along with this show in the series actually get the book, or got the book, rather, if if this is your first time hearing it. You can get the book and follow along with this series, because we're going to have some fun with it. Um, I do want to remind you, before we start the show, that uh, this show, along with all the other shows on Unity Online Radio, are supported by your donations, so as you freely re- receive freely give make sure you go to the to the unity.fm website click on the giving or donate button and help support this online ministry so we can continue to help it go around the world also if any of you all have questions during the midst of the show you can call in at 888-558-6489-558-64 excuse me 188-558-6489 Eight nine. Now, why is that really important? It's important because you, you can take the advantage of an opportunity to call in and ask a very direct question, and I'll answer it. You know, so if you need that particular breakthrough answer, I'm not saying that I'm the the dean of all answers. That I, you know, you know, I'm not portraying myself in that way, but I have an expertise through study and experience of teaching new thought for over 20 years. Um, at a high level, at, at a high level place where the expectation is excellence. Therefore, um, you know, I think that 
along with, you know, the thousands of people that I've taught through the years, I can help you with your answer. It might be something that you can utilize. And if so, great. And if not, discard it, dismiss it. All right. So we're in the midst of continuing to teach chapter one out of Lisa Nichols' Abundance Now book. And I want to turn to page 16. And, you know, she has um, a series of questions that I want to just kind of cover just to stir the pot of thinking. Uh, She wrote, do you have more than enough to be happy in your spiritual life, in your relationships, your finances, and your health? Does the person you show up to be in the world, both for yourself and others, Play full out. Is your self-awareness and self-esteem, but also your humility, full? Have you defined what prosperity means to you instead of adopting someone else's version of abundance? To me, she wrote, abundance is simple. It's having enough, being fulfilled, And feeling as though my cup is running over. What does abundance look like to you? So let's just go back for a moment. Have you ever thought about what it is that you're seeking in those areas? What does enough look like? What does abundance? When I say enough doesn't mean you have to be content with not getting any more. But some people are striving for a goal that they don't even realize. Some people have way more financial independence than uh, they could ever use. And they still have a sense of lack because they're, they haven't stopped to appreciate, like, you know, I've made it in this area of life. Or I've made it in the sense of I have good relationships, good family structure, good peace of mind, or, you know, you know, I'm in good shape, you know, you know, my diet and my exercise is where I want it to be. That doesn't mean it can't be better, but sometimes we don't stop to appreciate where we are because we don't ask those questions. What are we really seeking to get out of something? And really asking yourself, what does abundance look like to you? What does financial independence look like? I mean, what does it look like? You know, how much money do you need yearly, monthly, weekly in your retirement accounts, et cetera, to feel safe and secure? And if you, because if you don't ever ask those questions and why, like say for instance, if a person says, well, I need enough just to feel as though that I can retire safely okay what does retire safely look like when do you want to retire what type of lifestyle do you want to have when you retire those are all questions that need to be asked and just because you don't ask them and just because you don't have a plan does not mean that you have that you won't deal with the breakdowns that comes with that lack of divine order because sooner or later God's got it is not a sufficient answer because God is a God of divine order and wisdom and understanding. So if God's got it, then God is leading and guiding you into right choices. 
If God's got it, God is drawing and attracting the right people. If God's got it, then God is giving you a plan to execute. If God's got it, God has put the words in your mouth. So God's got it and you just go sit down on the couch is not the move. That's not how it works. God's got it looks like what are you doing through the inspiration, guidance, and power of God. You know, for some people, God's got it is gambling. They believe they're functioning in prayer, but they're really out of order. They're saying God's got it, and then they roll the dice. But you're rolling the dice with your own life. So you have to ask, so you have to do anything. It would be... It would be very beneficial for you to actually ask yourself, what does abundance look like? And that could change at different stages of your life. So it doesn't mean that that has to be the answer for your lifetime. Because, you know, for a child that doesn't have a sense of responsibility, you know, having the new PlayStation, a bike, all the ice cream they can eat, et cetera, et cetera. Might be abundance, you know, and every new pair of Air Jordans. Whereas somebody else's concept of abundance is just a roof over their heads and a bed to sleep on. And and feeling that they're not going to be exposed to violence on a day-to-day basis. For some people, abundance is their kids being able to walk from home to school without the gangs uh, uh, jumping on them or shooting them. You got to know what your definition of abundance is. For other people, abundance isn't a conversation until millions are being made. There's no judgment across the board. You just got to know. All right. She goes on to write in this book. She said, if you and I were working privately, this is page 16, if you and I were working privately on planning your abundant future, one of the first things I would ask you to do is assess your level of fulfillment and satisfaction in the key areas of your life. Assess. Okay. When it comes to these things, money, health, uh, intimate relationships, family relationships, and you can divide that up, siblings, children, parents, extended family, friends, work, career, spiritual development, mental, emotional development, fun, etc. Whatever you do is your list, your life. But then you would ex- assess the level of fulfillment and satisfaction in the key areas of your life. Maybe, you know, she gives actually an online resource that you can um, utilize on here, AbundanceNowOnline.com forward slash resources. I don't know if it's still accessible. I f- forgot to check it. Anyway, she's, she's basically saying in this book, you look at four levels, your spiritual life, your relationships, your career and finances, and your health and wellness. And get real clear. Again, your spiritual life, how fulfilled and satisfied are you? Your relationships, your career and finances, and your health and wellness. And really get clear on how satisfied and fulfilled are you on all those things. And really get clear about how serious 
serious you are about manifesting or producing results in those areas of your life. Because some people say they want a shift or a change in those areas, but they're not willing to do the work. See, wanting something and being committed to producing something will never be the same thing. You can want something. A lot of people want a lot of stuff. The question is, how committed are you to getting it? How committed are you in in being in integrity with what it is you say you desire? You know, sometimes, you know, social media, et cetera, I'll see some old friends. Uh, and I saw a, a, a old friend from high school and, you know, this guy's like, like exceptionally muscular now. But every time you see him, he's posting pictures in the gym, working on those weights. Because you can't be exceptionally muscular and not do the work. That means something else is being sacrificed. That's the t- well, you know if that's the TV shows, that's the scrolling on Facebook or your phone or Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat. That's the r- random playing on apps on your phone. That's random conversations that are being dismissed. Now, I'm not saying you can't have those things. All those things can be fun. But at the counter of life, you're always trading in something for something else. And that's one of the things that we have to understand when we start talking about living a life of abundance. So, she goes on to say on page uh, 19, she quotes Jim Rohn. She, where he stated, you want to set a goal that is big enough that in the process of achieving it, you become someone worth becoming. And what that basically is saying that the, the goal should grow you. Your goal should grow you. Think about that. Your goal should grow you. If your goals don't make you stretch, then you might want to ask yourself some hard questions. Is your goal or goals growing you? Now think about it. First of all, most people don't have goals. They have wishes. Most people don't have goals. They have wish. I wish I had this. I wish I had that. No real goals. So I'm moving in, moving on in the book to page 21. She wrote... In this part of the book, you can't hit a moving target. Get crystal clear about what you want. Again, you can't hit a moving target. 
get crystal clear about what you want. She goes on to write. The universe wants to deliver you your fondest desires to you at the time and in the manner you specify, but it can't hit a moving target. And the universe doesn't recognize some day on the calendar. It needs specific, compelling instructions from you to bring about the self-transformation, career gains, beneficial relationships, and financial wealth you want to achieve to achieve it's time to get crystal clear about what you want so this is one of the main things about goal setting from a metaphysical standpoint you got to be really clear i talked about this in the mental equivalent series which is the series before this one and in several other series that your clarity of thought and your conviction of feeling have to match up but you can't live in someday because Reverend Ike used to joke, he said he wouldn't allow the um, the civil rights song "We Shall Overcome" someday to be sung in his church because he said someday wasn't a day in the week. He said there was Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and someday wasn't a day of the week. So he wasn't going to have his people singing and affirming about being free on a day that didn't exist. Now, he, he said it jokingly, but it had a ring to it, and I'm not disrespecting a classic song. Neither was he. That wasn't his point. His point was we project our our good into an unknown future, which is metaphysical malpractice. Yeah, I'm putting some terms together. Metaphysical malpractice. To have a goal, to have a desire, and then not be really clear about the now. The now. Metaphysically, it's always now. Now, you, you write out goals and things of that nature, but you're working towards the, the conviction of now. I shall overcome today. I shall overcome now. I am an overcomer now. I, I am free. You just, I am liberty. You work with it in your mind till it becomes a now state of mind. And if you need help with the concept of what I'm talking about, because I'm not going to drill down on this because that's not the point of this series. Go back and listen to my series called The Law and the Promise. It was called Neville Goddard's The Law and the Promise, something like that. I did it last year, last fall before the Mental Equivalent series. And I take time drilling down on the concept of universal law and imagination and faith and how do you work with it. So Lisa Nichols goes on to say, you can't hit a moving target. Unclear goals make producing clear results impossible. Mm -hmm. Unclear goals make producing clear results impossible. So the more cloudy you are, the more cloudy the information you are giving to the universe. Now, remember, a basic law of, of the universe is thoughts held in mind produce after their own kind. We call that in new thought, the law of mind action. 
some people say the law of mind in action depends on the writing but the old old school writing will call it the law of mind action thoughts held in mind produce after their own kind if you think of universal law sort of like a seed it is the soil's job to produce what is planted the soil is not going to say well i know they planted a tomato seed but i know they i, I know they want watermelons no, the soil will produce or grow or develop the tomato seed to produce a tomato plants with tomatoes with more tomato seeds in it to produce more of what you originally planted in it. We want to, at times, be indifferent, think the thoughts of fear, frustration, lack, and anxiety, and produce prosperity, joy, love, and harmony. No. No, no, no. The universe, just like that soil, is going to plant the seed. I mean, it's going to grow the seed that you plant in it. It's going to grow more of, it's going to grow experiences that are consistent with the thought. And those experiences will have in them the seeds of more experiences like itself because like begets like. So part of understanding the working of the mind is when you get clear about your goals, the goals help you structure your thought, your seeds. My thought is, my thought is the seed of of my life. Your thought is the seed of your life. What type of seeds are you planting for your life? What type of thoughts are you holding in your mind? God is not going to say, I know she's so sweet. She did not mean to be angry all the time. So we're not going to give her the 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 experiences of the health and the bad relationships and the bad work experiences that come along with being angry and frustrated, mad, disgruntled all the time. No. You got to make up your mind. I tell people the secret to new thought in any other system of self-improvement is one basic thing. Change your mind and keep it changed. Change your mind and keep it changed. Change your mind and keep it changed. Anybody can change their mind temporarily. But can you keep it changed? Just want you to think about that. Change your mind. And keep it changed. I'm going to think prosperity. And every time my mind tries to pull me back into those thoughts of lack, I'm going to get my book. I'm going to play that and play my uh, podcast. I'm going to play my, uh, you know, Reverend Ike YouTube video, I'm going to 
pick up my book. I'm going to call the prayer line. I'm going to call my accountability partner. I'm going to do something to shift me out of the thought of lack. Change your mind and keep it changed. This is the process. This is the process you have to work to make it work. If you can change your mind and keep it changed, you have the secret to this. But the but the reason why we use the tools like denials and affirmation and meditation and visualization and visioning and all these different type of techniques is to help you concentrate and take control of the mind so you can focus it on what it is you say you desire. An unfocused mind it is not the powerful agent you need it to be to do what needs to be done. So it looks like we're coming up on the break. So, uh, you know, we'll pick up. I want to remind you that you can call in and ask a question if you desire at 888-558-6489. We're going to take this break and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. Wouldn't you like to share the programs that inspire you most with audiences around the world? That's easier than ever with mobile giving. Just text Unity Radio to 72727 and help us continue offering spiritual programs that change lives. Have you asked your soul what it wants? Or are you so busy meeting the needs of everyone else? Family, friends, children, bosses, that you haven't checked in with the part of you that matters most? Janet Connor asked this question and received an answer. Your soul wants five things. That's it. Five things. Your soul wants to connect with source. Commit to values. Serve a purpose, express itself creatively, and last, it longs to create a beautiful, abundant life. Janet Connor teaches five wisdom habits that meet those needs. You can take each course separately or register for the complete Your Soul Wants Five Things series and receive $1,000 in bonuses for free. Visit JanetConnor.com and explore all five courses in her signature series, Your soul wants five things. Your soul will thank you. Sometimes you might feel so alone with your problems, you don't know where to turn. We invite you to call Silent Unity, the 24-7 prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you every day at any hour. Listen and relax as you hear the beautiful words affirm the highest and best outcome for you and those you love. No matter what's going on in your life, Silent Unity is always standing by. The toll-free number is 1-800-NOW-PRAY. 
Kintsugi is an ancient Japanese art form of fusing broken pottery pieces together by filling the cracks with gold. The resulting piece is not only restored and visually stunning, it also takes on a new life. Whatever has happened in the past, however broken we may feel, we can be whole again by filling our lives with the transformative power of God. Our experiences make us unique. The presence of God makes us whole. As Paul wrote in his letter to the Romans, be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Remember, with God, all things are possible. This mindful moment is brought to you by Daily Word magazine. Finding time for the positive reminders in Daily Word is easy with the digital edition, perfect for smartphones and readers on the go. Take advantage of our 30-day free trial to the online magazine, plus a daily email with the word for the day and the Daily Word app. To sign up for a free 30-day trial, visit unityonlineradio.org slash dailyword. Be sure to grab the latest issue of Unity Magazine and read the interview with Ram Das, the iconic spiritual leader of the 60s. He's now focused on how to age consciously. Spiritual author Thomas Moore reflects on grumpy old men and women. And Barbara Bowen writes a touching story about her experience as a caregiver to her mother with dementia. To subscribe to Unity Magazine, go to unity.org and click on Publications. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Hello again. I want to make sure that you have an opportunity to um, call in if you want to. You can call in at 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489. Uh, I want to remind you that you can get more information about Christ Universal Temple at www.cutemple.org. That's C-U-T-E, uh, C-U-T-E-M-P-L-E dot org. You can get more information about our ministry, about our service. If you're in the Chicagoland area, we would love to have you worship with us. Our Sunday worship service is from 1030 a.m. until noon. Uh, you know, you hear a powerful sermon. Reverend Wells, you can uh, hear a wonderful music from our choir, Temple Ensemble, and have a good worship experience in general. So if you're in the area or if you're ever in the area, we would love for you to stop by and hang out with us for a little while. Um, Take advantage of the opportunity to um, hang out. All right. So back to the book. She, um, She wrote on page 21. When deciding what you want, the first step is to start with the end in mind. What would your life look like if you already, if you had already achieved your dreams? Strive to create a very clear picture in your mind. Yet again, this is one of the things that I covered in the Neville Goddard's The Law and the Promise and the Mental Equivalent. You start with the end in mind. I was watching this um, interview on TV of uh, this female comedian. Um, I, can't, uh, uh, I think her name is 
let me not butcher it. I think it's Tiffany something ends with an H, a black woman comedian in her 30s. And uh, she's kind of blowing up now. She was in some movie with Jada Pinkett and et cetera. But I haven't seen it, but I heard it was funny. Um, And she was being interviewed, and she stated that she put it all on the line to become a comedian to the pl- to the point to where she was homeless and living out of her car and she said that she was leaving a comedy club going to her car and the comedian Kevin Hart this was when they were all coming up you know this was some years back uh uh saw her car was like hey what's going on with that and she tried to you know lie about it because you know pride young lady you know, at that time, you know, in her 20s, living out of her car, you know, Chicago, and she had moved uh, to, you know, a different area to become a comedian and just didn't have the money to even have a place to stay. And he gave her some money to get a hotel room. And he told her, you know, the gist of it was go to that hotel room and tonight write down all the goals you want to achieve and why you're really clear about what it is that you want. And she said that that story is the story that saved her. One, somebody believed in her and gave her a hand up when she really needed that hand up, not a hand out, a hand up and gave her some advice. He didn't just say, Hey, go get a room. He said, Write those goals down. Get clear about what the end looks like. And in the midst of doing that, she's now making million-dollar movies. Now, are you clear about your end? Again, when deciding what you want, the first step is to start with the end in mind. What would your life look like if you had already achieved your dreams? Strive to create a very clear picture in your mind. And then she gives a series of questions on how you work with that. You can read the book. She talks about home. She talks about your daily life, how much money, what does that look like, how, you know, you know, is it stock, is it real estate is that i mean really how do you manage it you know spiritually what are your spiritual practices what do you do how do you do what you know over and over and over and over again getting as specific as possible she wrote to go on the key to visualizing your ideal life is to see it in pictures that are so real that you can actually form an emotional relationship with what you want What you would be feeling as you wake up in your dream home, spend a productive day in your dream career, enjoy your closest relationship, and reflect on the financial wealth you've accumulated. Again, she's saying the same thing that Reverend Ike stated years ago. Feeling gets the blessing. Reverend Ike got it from Neville. Reverend Neville taught it as feeling Feeling is the secret or something like that. But the concept of feeling is the blessing actually comes from Neville Goddard. What are you feeling? 
she goes on to say the difference between remaining static and actually achieving is feeling high achievers are passionate people this passion extends to their vision of the best of their best and highest future so you you can't like i said you can't let me rephrase that it's challenging to be a indifferent lukewarm high achiever you have to be passionate about something even low-key people are low-key passionate about what it is now you can take the person who's the shyest most low-key person but you get them talking about something that matters to them and you'll see them light up they can be all relaxed and chill until it's their thing. Until it's their thing. And then they light up. Then you see the passion. Then you see the care. Then you see the feeling. Now some people are passionate about stuff that doesn't produce results in their lives. And that's problematic because they're putting the energy and power of feeling into things that will not produce the results they say they desire. All right. So she gives an illustration in the book. She said, one story that illustrates why you should attach feeling and emotions to your picture, causing the universe to deliver unique opportunities for fulfilling your dreams is a story of regret that I heard over 15 years ago from a venture capital capitalist. Back then I was growing my company. I held investor meetings every six to eight weeks. At one of those meetings, I met a gentleman who told me that every day he couldn't help kicking himself. When I asked why he replied that over 25 years ago, he was approached by a long-haired, awkward technology geek who had a crazy idea to put a computer on every desk. When he asked me to invest $10,000, reflected the investor, I didn't believe something so so far-reaching, so different, would ever work. So I said no. That awkward guy was Bill Gates. And by 2011, that original $10,000 investment in Microsoft the company that Gates founded would have been worth $2.8 million. Mm. $10,000 investment now worth $2.8 million. Because he couldn't see that it was possible to put a computer on every desk. Now, here's what's, here's what's interesting. Steve Jobs for Apple wanted to put a computer in everybody's hand. And he's basically accomplished that because a cell phone is a computer in your hand. So we've gone past putting a computer on every desk. That goal was was primarily accomplished to People saying, I don't need a computer. I use my tablet. I use my phone. I'll connect it to printers. I can scan this. I can do whatever. So your phone can do things that computers 10 years ago 
might not have been able to do. That's an interesting thought. That's the vision of it. So, getting back to the point. The universe brought that man an opportunity. And this is why you have to stay prayed up. So when opportunity presents itself, you can take advantage of what divine providence and intention is bringing to you as a possible prosperity experience. Sometimes the person that you potentially could have that wonderful life with walks right past your experience. And you let them walk on by. Those things happen to where one thing shifts your whole life. So back to the book. Your dreams and the date by which you'll achieve your milestones are the gas. The feelings and passion you tie to these future accomplishments are the turbo boost. Are you ready to put some turbo boost into what it is you say you want? You got to get passionate about it. You got to have feeling. Mm. Moving on. Page 24, she has a statement. She says, micro wins lead to macro wins. Micro, small, leads to macro, large wins. She goes on to say, to further explain the point, most people want to jump from 1 to 1,000 when 1 to 10 might actually be a stunning accomplishment and 10 to 20 might put them at the top of their field. Because we live in a Google download, microwave, instant gratification kind of world, too many people think success happens overnight. They say, I want I, I want what you've accomplished without spending the 20 years that you worked to get to get it. <laughs> I just got to stop there for a moment. Um, you know, I've actually uh, laughed um, internally when people will walk up and say, I want to speak like you speak when they hear me present at different places. And I say, okay, well, it's time for you to get on your first of um, 20 plus years of working on this. I said, because I've been working on speaking like this since 1994. I said, the, the ability to to pull up information, the ability to put ideas together, the ability to structure a lesson or a seminar or a workshop didn't come by happenstance. It, it came, first of all, because I was taught well. Two, I was willing to be taught. And three, I was willing to do what I was taught. Four, I was willing then to see what talents, talent, and abilities that I had. 
that I have to make it my own. <laughs> because Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman used to say, take what I give you and put it with what God gave you. In other words, make it uniquely your own. So I have my new thought and my way of presenting. But they didn't show up. These skills didn't show up in the, in a vacuum. They showed up because I wanted to be good at my craft. So I did the work and I continue to do the work. So, so when I, people say that to me, I said, okay, well, it's time for you to get in class. I said, okay, um, when do you want to start the reading a three books a week process? When do you want to start taking, uh, you know, the, the classes, three classes a week for a couple of hours with the, with tests and turning papers in and having your presentations, uh, graded? Because these are the things that it took to become a good presenter for me. I'm not saying everybody has to go through that process, but my point is this. When she said, people say, I want what you, I want what you have, but, but they haven't put the work in. Hmm. Well, this is not how life works. You're going to put the work in, you know, when, uh, young Kobe Bryant wanted to learn the, the, the fadeaway jump shot from Michael Jordan. He went to Michael Jordan. Michael saw somebody who had the work ethic, the drive, and the talent to pull it off. So he taught him. And then Kobe worked on it and worked on it and worked on it. And I must say, that if you I've seen videos on YouTube where they show both of them shooting the same shot, either shoulder, the fadeaway jump shot, and they look exactly the same. No, no difference. Because Kobe went and worked on it and worked on it and worked on it and worked on it. And originally it wasn't the same, but by the time Kobe was Past year 10, 11, when when he started to rely less on his athleticism and more on his skill set, he realized why Jordan started shooting that shot and to conserve energy and to be more efficient. And it started to look exactly the same. It didn't look exactly the same when Kobe first started shooting it. Using a basketball analogy, Akeem the Dream Olajuwon put – Dwight Howard under his wings when he was at Houston. I'm going to teach you how to do my moves, the footwork, the dream shake, the fadeaways, the drop steps, all the stuff that made Olajuwon one of the best players who've ever played the game. Dwight Howard doesn't work on his game like that. So three years of being mentored by Akeem Olajuwon looks like it never happened. Because people want the results sometimes, but they don't want to do the work. Anyway, this is not an anti-Dwight Howard uh, 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 podcast. Dwight, if you're listening out there, I appreciate you listening. Uh, 
keep getting that paper. But you should have got that dream shake down. Anyway. She does say, however, with the right coaching and the right access to mentors, you can shrink the time that it takes you to get to the place that somebody else gets. So it might take somebody else 20 years, but if you have the right mentorship and the right coaching and the willingness to do the work, you can cut that time in half if you're willing to do the work. But you're not going to skip past the steps that you need to do to do what you need to do. She says, if you find yourself trying to skip past these necessary small achievements in the pursuit of unachievable goals, a better way of to approach goal setting and goal getting is to establish clear deliverables and milestones. These are the micro wins that will produce your macro wins. These are the tiny goals that will lead to big ones. So she goes on to say, you significantly enhance your chances of completing a goal if you actually get started. Oh, Lord, you actually got to start. Breaking down your task into bite-sized, palatable, digestible pieces is what will actually help you get started. Bit by bit, step by step, just got to start. Bit by bit, line by line, you just got to start. So... Uh, we're running up to the end of the time, so um, there's a lot of chapter left. I'm supposed to be going on to the next chapter, <laughs> um, and I have probably uh, 40 pages to teach out of this first chapter. So we'll see how these things go. But I'm really doing overviews of these chapters. I'm, I don't want to get caught where I'm teaching one chapter for three or four weeks, so we'll see how that plays out. I might just jump on to the next chapter because, you know, you get the book, you read the book, I'll pull out the principles that can help you, but I'm not going to teach the whole book uh, page by page. If I taught this whole book page by page on this show in a way that was, in my opinion, a way in a way that would be productive, I could literally teach this book for a year. It's enough material in this book to teach for a year. Well, let me rephrase that. There's enough material in me to teach this book for a year. So with that, um, it's time to let you go. I'll be with you next week with Truth Transforms. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. Understand the laws of the universe and live a life based on these profound and unwavering truths, then your dream life starts today. No more waiting, no more wandering. If you're ready to let go of the striving and move into the allowing, you are ready for everyday attraction on Unity Online Radio. 
We study the teaching of Abraham given to us by beautiful Esther Hicks so we can release confusion for clarity, exchange struggle for serenity, and have the time of our lives today. Join host Ray Zender every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. Our words are one of the instruments with which we build our world. Everything is composed of energy in unique configurations of vibrations. Scientists tell us that sound vibrations affect physical matter. Think for a moment. What happens to your face and your body when you speak with joy, with concern, in anger, with excitement? A woman once described her feelings about the consoling comments of a friend. Your words reached out to me like a lifeline. Realizing how much you cared helped me know I didn't need to feel alone. When we recognize their power, we realize the wisdom of paying closer attention to the words we use and how we use them. Get into the habit of thinking before you speak. You'll never regret it. This Law of Life is brought to you by Unity. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Understand the laws of the universe and live a life based on these profound and unwavering truths, then your dream life starts today. No more waiting, no more wandering. If you're ready to let go of the striving and move into the allowing, you're ready for everyday attraction on Unity Online Radio. We study the teaching of Abraham given to us by beautiful Esther Hicks so we can release confusion for clarity, exchange struggle for serenity, and have the time of our lives today. Join host Ray Zander every Friday at noon Central Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Unity Online Radio for Everyday Attraction, where the law of attraction gets real. are one of the instruments with which we build our world. Everything is composed of energy in unique configurations of vibrations. Scientists tell us that sound vibrations affect physical matter. Think for a moment. What happens to your face and your body when you speak with joy, with concern, in anger, with excitement? A woman once described her feelings about the consoling comments of a friend. Your words reached out to me like a lifeline. Realizing how much you cared helped me know I didn't need to feel alone. 
When we recognize their power, we realize the wisdom of paying closer attention to the words we use and how we use them. Get into the habit of thinking before you speak. You'll never regret it. This Law of Life is brought to you by Unity. To find a Unity Church near you, visit www.unity.org. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern, on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What is it you really want in life? No matter what you've been through, you can still achieve it. I'm Sandra Ann Taylor, and in my Energy Activation podcast, we'll explore the science of manifestation, and I'll give you specific techniques to shift your energy in order to make your dreams a reality. I also do live energy readings, and you can be a part of the show by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.